What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. Hi, how you doing today? Yes, welcome back in. First, I'd like to thank Patreon over in the squad. We got Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan, Matt Nafe <laughs> at Matt Nafe, and Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V Antonoff. Thank you so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Happy birthday, Chriser. Chris uh, had his birthday over the weekend. Just an amazing guy. If uh, you want to follow in Chris's footsteps and wish him a big happy birthday, go put on some gloves, get get some tongs. Let's go pick up some litter today. Also, I'd like to thank Mason Tim at the Bearded Bear 95. What's up, Mace? If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. We'd love to have you over there. For the mental health check this week, it's been a very interesting week. Um, just noticing more things about myself. Um, you know, last podcast talked about self-care and, you know, trying to take moments to breathe and things like that. Um, one thing I noticed with Delilah, our dog, our less than two-year-old Labrador, really not sure on her age. Whenever she's, okay, I'll back up. She's got a lot of energy. And by a lot, I mean a lot, a lot. And what we find is we have to get ahead of her energy and like, you know, learning her signals more. I found out when she goes to lie down and actually is going to, you know, settle in and snug and not be a terror. She does a big, (sighs) she does a, a big breath in, a big breath out. And I noticed that and I was like, hmm, that's a very interesting technique. So every time I hear her do that, I'm starting to do that myself. And what I'm finding is, man, just that one breath, the breathe in, breathe out, rising, falling, just connecting back to the moment every time you do that. And I've been trying to institute that a little more in my life, right? It's not about having to sit down and do a 20 minute meditation. It can be as simple as doing a quick breath. Hi, Delilah. If you can hear a banging against the table, that's Delilah's tail. And she's about to take my microphone off the desk. No, get off, you little goober. Get out of here. No. Get out of here. Leave it alone. Oh, goodness. This is going to be uh, <laughs> an interesting intro. All right. Um, I guess I have to get on with it before she bombs this thing again. Um, so, yeah, basically, I'm just trying to focus right now on giving my body the best chance I can to be healthy. Um you know, sometimes I can get caught up in thinking about what I should do versus thinking about what I can do. Um, you know, depression, anxiety sort of things, they have a chemical nature. So if it's a chemical problem, our solution should be looking for, you know, a chemical solution. So what that means to me is doing what I can throughout my day, again, to give myself the best chance to have a good day. So getting some sun, getting some sleep, the two main things, have enough water. Um, I've noticed a direct correlation between my depressive days and my low sleep nights, right? If I don't focus on sleep, if I don't make sleep a priority, my self-care just goes. But one thing I am finding cool is every time I shower now and I'm, you know, putting on my beard shampoo or, you know, putting on some soap or whatever is I'm trying to stop and enjoy that moment more and more. Instead of being in my head and thinking about a thousand one things while I'm in the shower, I'm trying just to think about the moment more and just really enjoy what I'm doing because if I'm not enjoying it, then it might not be worth doing. I'm trying to find more things that bring me joy, not more stress. 
This week on the show, we have Matt, Matt Nafe, at Matt Nafe. We talk about video games, we talk about dogs, yeah, yeah. we talk about D&D, we talk about just coping with everything that's going on, and so much more. If you want to, you know, help the show out, go uh, go share it with a friend. You know, go say, hey, listen to this show. It'd be uh, a very nice gesture on your part, and I'd really appreciate it. You can also go over to iTunes, wherever you're listening, you know, rate, review, scream it from the rooftops, make a glitter sign, walk it down the street, whatever you want to do. I really appreciate any support. I appreciate the kind words on the, on the social medias and all that. Go follow me at TyDeclare44 if you want to connect with the show. Other than that, have a great week. Go kill your goals this week, but don't kill yourself. Just uh, take it easy on yourself. Know that you know this is something we've never really gone through, so we're still finding solutions to it. But I hope you find that every day you're getting a step towards, a step closer to the routine that you want and the person you want to be. Every day is an opportunity, and every day you're moving that little bit closer, no matter if it's a tough day or a great day. All right, without any further ado, please welcome Matthew Nafe. Yes, Matt Nafe. Let's go. Let's go, Matthew Nafe. Oh, man. Yeah. So welcome back, Matt, once again to the show. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, before we hit record, we were talking about collector games. Yes. I was about to bring up, remember that Star Wars game? I forget the actual name of it, but it's on the phone. It's like, you get like... I, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Is it like like a Star Wars battle game where you get different characters and then yeah. they battle against other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, people are screaming at their phones right now about what the title of this is. So let me just... Look this up. Star. Oh no. Okay, my phone decided to freeze. Okay, good start. Um, okay, while I look this up, how is uh, how's your week been, man? Um, literally the same every single day. Yep. Um, that's kind of that's kind of how the world is right now. Uh, mm-hmm. lots of uh, lots of repetitiveness. Um, and yeah, it's it's like I'll I'll wake up, walk my dog. Uh, play some video games, try to get some exercise. Um, I've been having real trouble with that this week, just like finding the the will to even like go do it. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I'll cook dinner and play more video games or watch a movie and go out and walk my dog. And that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. First, first, the uh, Star Wars game, Star Wars colon Galaxy of Heroes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That, that that was my second guess. Yeah. It was like the one where like uh you like level up the characters and stuff. Anyways, yeah. good game. We were talking before. Um I'm playing Retro Bowl. It's basically football and you get to like draft players and like cut them and actually like yeah. it's like kinda like drag to pass kind of game. It's a it's a cool little thing. It's yeah. definitely kept me entertained. Um but yeah, no, I, I feel you there on like the kind of the lack of motivation. Oh, I don't God. know what it's been like these last two weeks. Yeah, it's just felt a lot more difficult. Yep, I actually I was I was talking to my sister about this, and uh, she told me about this thing called the spoon theory, mm. and how every day you have ten spoons worth of uh, energy. Yeah. Um, and some things have a lot of different 
uh, like weight. Mm -hmm. So like maybe taking a shower is like four spoons Mm -hmm. and then you only have six spoons left. So now you have to figure out what the hell you're going to do with the rest of your spoons. Um, so yeah, that's actually how I, one of my, uh, my old friends from my fitness pal, shout out to my fitness pal. That was a long time ago. Um, that's how they described Lyme disease is like, yeah, this the exact thing, the spoon theory where like, you know, some days I only have like three spoons and like, I can't do anything. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big proponent for like piezoelectricity, which basically means like you don't get energy, you create energy. Okay. But at the same time too, man, like, you know, if it's an overcast day, we're inside once again, really not doing much. Like there's not a lot to do some days and it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's it's not easy. And, and just to like make it worse. Uh, this weekend or this week has been like getting colder in Ottawa. Mm. In the last two days, it's snowed. What? It's snowing right now. Oh. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to feel like, you know, energized and all this? And it's snowing right now. <laughs> like, in come May. On. In May. In May. May 9th, to be exact. I wonder if, if, like, the snow, like, this is a complete, like, tinfoil hat thing, but, Probably. like, you know how, like, we've been inside more and being off the roads and the world is, quote-unquote, healing itself? I wonder if, like, that has something to do with the kind of weather that we've been getting, because it's been odd for me. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Um, there, there, you know, there, there is actual, like, research that shows, like, the world is actually yeah. healing. Yeah. Um, which is great. Uh, but I don't think it's going to alter like, because I, I've been at our friend Chris's cottage Mm -hmm. and it snowed on like May 16th. I will say, you know, not two days in a row though. Like that, that is a little weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for the world healing itself. Um, I'm yep. also, you know how like the whole thing with the coronavirus, like, okay, if it does feel like we overblew it, then that means it worked. I could see yeah. that kind of same thing happening if like somehow us all staying inside for a couple months ends up like speeding up us trying to like get ahead of things. Yeah. Like with environment. If it seems like it's overblown, then we did our job again. This like, is I'm like, like from, from what I'm understanding, this would, this is like, best case scenario for travel mm-hmm. and like um burning of fossil fuels and so on like reducing as much as possible like you'll probably see entire companies starting to do the work from home thing mm-hmm. uh i mean obviously we'll be able to see our friends and stuff mm-hmm. uh but if there was a lot less uh cars on the road um, you know, always a benefit or electric cars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be totally stoked if like they, they expanded the, uh, city infrastructure to include more like, uh, accessibility for bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because like I'm not super confident riding on the road. And if I want to go on a long bike ride, like I'm going to have to pass something. Or like be on something yep. to get to those side streets, and like that's not completely uh, attractive to me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it w- it would be nice if there was a little more infrastructure for uh, biking, or yeah. you know, rollerblading, or <laughs> uh, I I hate you. 
Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I hear you. It's it. That's one of the things I miss most about Vancouver is yeah, the because biking was so accessible. You can get from one end of the city to another in like half an hour. Yeah. Whereas moving here, it's the exact same thing. Like, man, I don't feel safe biking here. Like yeah. there's not enough room. Like if, yeah. yeah, if there was some more dedicated lanes, things like that, like dedicated streets, it would yeah. make a big difference. Yeah. And Halifax is, you guys are in like Halifax. Right? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, it's a small city. So it's, it's jam packed. And I remember being like when I was there, uh, I was down on the harbor front and it was jam packed. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're on a bike, like you're going to be beside cars. Yeah. Um, and Ottawa is a big city and it's still the same case. Yeah. I, I would never want to be a bike, uh, delivery person in like Toronto. <laughs> oh so that, that'd be awful. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. That's too much stress, man. Well, like they have those, the, the, uh, city cars that go, or not city cars, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. train type. Is it like a tram or something? Tram, that's probably the word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. And they have maybe, those like rail lines. And yep. if your if your bike tire gets stuck in there, oh, you're going ass over tea kettle. Oh yeah, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Like Bria did that once in uh, Vancouver. Actually, she caught one of those things and just uh, right over, ripped her biking pants. It was horrible. I now remember what they're they're called the town car. Town car. There yep. we go. All right. Yep. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, I I love it. Yeah, just city planners, do your thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I, I was thinking about uh, that too. Prep better like, for this. Yeah, prep better. Honestly, and like do all the road work right now. <laughs> they are so in Ottawa. I will say they are working. They've been they've been expanding the Queensway forever. Yeah. But now they're finishing it. Okay. And like because if this was not during coronavirus, and you know, uh, rush hour would be catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, like the bottleneck area is between, uh, Riverside or, uh, the, the, I want to say like, like Parkdale to about Pinecrest and from Parkdale on to, uh, Maitland, two lanes. Could you imagine them running that like now? No. Without coronavirus happening, it, it'd be catastrophic. Like, yeah. and yeah. rush hour in Ottawa is so bad now. Like, it, it's surprising. It's mm. obviously not as bad as like Toronto or Montreal, but rush hour probably lasts. If you're going, uh, the way of Canada, I believe, I believe that's westbound. Um, uh, it, yeah. it'll probably take about, uh, like it, it starts up at three thirty, maybe three o'clock, and ends at about six thirty. Wow. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So here, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> hey, hey, anyone outside of Ottawa, we'll get to you in a minute. But yeah, like when, like when I was living in Ottawa, and you know, having to drive from Lee's out to Maitland, let's say, yeah. just for ball hockey, yeah, just to hang. <laughs> yeah. What should be in like an eight minute drive? Yeah. Typically, takes like forty minutes somehow. Like. Yeah. It's it's stupid. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's and one of the things about Halifax too is like it yeah, it's a smaller city, but yep. it's primed to grow. Like yeah. this place could blow up and like Absolutely. become a new place. But if it's gonna do that, they need infrastructure. Yeah. Like, they and have, they have those two bridges which like get way overdone. Like I know they've tried mm-hmm. some sort of like 
um, not SkyTrain, but you know, like monorail type thing. Yeah. I guess that didn't really work out. The bus system, it's pretty unreliable. Like, yeah. I mean, Ottawa can relate to that. Like, 100%. And the whole train thing as well. Yeah. I mean, I think I was just spoiled in Vancouver, honestly. Like, yeah, Vancouver's, like, I'm pretty sure they're one of, like, the top places in, in the world for mm-hmm. public transportation. Mm-hmm. I could be totally off base with that, but who knows? Well, they did a, a lot of construction around, like, when the Olympics came. Yeah, like the, the, the Skyway, if yeah. I remember correctly, that, that was like a $4 billion project, but they knew it was going to be, uh, worth it. And it was, it worked out. Yeah. So that, uh, that's great. Yeah. Shouts out to city planners. No, yeah. Uh, and, heroes. and the money that you get, uh, when you're going to have an Olympics, uh, you get so much money. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember everyone complaining because they jacked up the gas prices around that time too. It's like, well, well we kind of got to pay like, for it. <laughs> yeah, something's got to be done. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming back. Don't worry. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So you talk about exercise. What are you doing typically? <laughs> uh, cardio. Um, I have a stationary bike downstairs, so I'll usually do about a twenty k bike ride. So that takes me about half an hour. Um, and then I'll try and get in some like weight stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a like 25 pounds of weights. Um, so I'm doing my best to use all of them, mm-hmm. but I've been learning, like I've missed the gym so much. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awful because I felt like when I'm there, I could do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. Um, and have the, have the freedom to, mm-hmm. um, whereas at home it's, it's so different and, and having that, that drive to do it, it just, it just is not there, mm-hmm. which is so weird. Um, but with that being said, my, my mom, one of my mom's tenants has a, has a workout machine at, at her place. And, uh, I use that once and that was pretty nice. Obviously it's not the quality of the stuff at the gyms or like a Bowflex, for example. It's uh, one of those York. Uh, oh, shout out to York. Yeah, York quality stuff. Um, but it's just like, even uh, like having the drive to walk over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's just not there, yeah. which is so weird. Yeah. Like you think like, oh, okay, I'm going to be, I have to just be at home all the time. All right. I'm going to get ripped. I'm going to like eat at home all the time. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to be awesome. And then it's like, mm, eh, maybe yeah. not. Like, I mean, if I had like a home gym, like a, like a gym, mm-hmm. uh, with even, even just like a bench press, you can do so much with just that bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, and I mean, that's yeah. the thing, like, between the gym and home, like, you can still get a lot of stuff done at home, but it just, it feels easier to do it when you're at the gym. Like, maybe it's because, yeah. you know, surrounded by people who are all trying to do the same thing, you know, maybe seeing a machine, you're like, ooh, that gives me an idea, I'll do that. Yeah. But, or it, just even being there, like, mm-hmm. you, it, it brings up your, uh, your, like, morale and willingness to do it. Yeah. And you think about, like, the struggles to, like, get to the gym. Yeah. Once you're at the gym, you're fine. It's yeah. like getting to the gym. That's the difficult part. Yeah. Like... And, and when I was working, uh, like you just, it's a, it's a like two minute drive 
and I'd just drive over, work out, and then go back to work. And that was like the best part of my day mm. because it breaks up your work day. You have a little more, a little more energy to, to finish off the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just, it's like I could go bike or I just keep playing NBA or, <laughs> you know, have a nap. I gotta, I gotta get NBA. I, I haven't bought NBA 2K in like two years. It's so, it, it, it's, it's really enjoyable. I was about to say it's so good, but then I've been like, I remember times where I'm just like, this game is trash. <laughs> and then, you know, I continue to play it. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing a lot, like in NBA, I play a lot of, uh, my career and my team. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of going back to that collector thing. Uh, my team is basically that you get, uh, specific cards that have, uh, specific players on them. So, you know, in different levels from silver to galaxy opal and galaxy opal, like there's no, um, there's no overall for the said player. It's just like blank. So they're basically un, unbeatable. And I'm like, oh, I want one of those, but you have to do certain things to get there. And, like if you complete all of these specific challenges, they're called spotlight sims. You can get uh, a couple of them, but you also need to be really good <laughs> to do the spotlight sims. So like, for example, it goes from rookie all the way to hall of famer. So I can play pretty confidently at all star, which like I'm, I'm impressed with myself. That's, that's good. Uh, but. When you're doing a spotlight sim, uh, the, the team that you're playing against, uh, has the best lineup of that specific team that they've, mm. that those players ever had. So, for example, uh, you're doing the spotlight sim for the Atlanta Hawks. The rookie, you need three Atlanta Hawks on your team. And then you play first team is the Detroit Pistons. So you play the Pistons, um, but just remember that the Pistons ha- now have uh, Derrick Rose and uh, Blake Griffin, uh, and that Derrick Rose is Galaxy Opal mm-hmm. because Derrick Rose was one of the like best rookies of like ever. Yeah, I still like I love Derrick Rose. He's probably one of my favorite players in the NBA just because of what he was able to do when he was at, like he was winning MVP when LeBron was in the league. Yeah. Like in his prime. Yeah. How insane is that? Yeah. And now he's like, he's a good, or he's like a solid starting point guard on like an NBA championship winning team. Odds are he's your, your second point guard coming off the bench. Mm. This guy, like you're playing against these Pistons, they have pink diamond uh, Blake Griffin because Blake Griffin's also unbelievable. So he's like a 98 overall, and then you're facing this freaking Derrick Rose who doesn't have an overall. He just destroys you, and here you are like, oh, I was not expecting this. <laughs> I mean, you are still facing them on rookie, but they're still good. <laughs> And one of my buddies, JJ, plays my team as well. And his team is stacked. Like, he has Galaxy Opal players and so on. And I'm like, how do I get past Superstar? And he was like, yeah, there's one more. Like, Hall of Famer is 
basically every time they shoot, they make a bucket. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I I cap out at All Star. How how is this gonna happen? Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like I'm I'm trying, and then today I. I was like, I'll play online in NHL and see like if my hut team is any good. And then I I play this team. And my team's like not a seven overall, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that I my the best player I have is like a 90, 90 overall Brent Smith from uh the like old fashioned Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. So I get matched up against this guy, like all of his cards are better than my best card. Wow. He scores within 30 seconds. And I'm like, how, how am I matched up against this guy? Mm-hmm. And, and so for honestly, for the entire second period, I was like, I'm not going to quit because at this point it was like, like eight, nothing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to quit. I'm just not going to play. <laughs> so I started like looking up D and D stuff and, you know, he scores two more goals. And whenever I get the puck, I'm just standing there. And I was like, Oh, this will probably be more. Or likely for him to send me or him or her to send me an evil or like a mean message or something. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I am just going to quit because this is like, this isn't worth my time anymore, especially when they're trying so hard. To yeah. score more goals. And I'm just like, I'm not good enough to deal with this. But <laughs> you're a loser because you keep pounding me. So I was just like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. So I just, I like, I quit. And I was like, it's just, yeah. I think it was 12 nothing by oh, the boy. time I quit. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's like, why, why do you want to play anymore? Because, man, it feels good to get those microtransactions and build a stack team and then beat up on plebs like you. Apparently, because <laughs> you know this guy like spends money on the game. Oh, yeah. You and, like, you can't be good at, at those game modes without spending money, and that's the thing that sucks. Yeah. I uh, Well, I don't necessarily think that's true, but you need so much time on your hands. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, let, let me rephrase. Like yeah. if you want to be like the best of the best, you either have to have zero, yeah. zero time other than on the game, yeah, or spend money. Yeah, and this guy probably did both. This person probably did both. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like hit their cards could have been easily like, you know, two, three hundred, uh, or even like million dollar cards if they auctioned them off. Mm-hmm. And here I am, like the highest card value that one of my cards could get is probably like sixty thousand. Yeah. So it's not really comparable, <laughs> and I'm just trying to survive. So yeah, yeah. I, I used I'm, to love those games for trying to like flip cards and like yeah. trying to like actually like work the auction market because it's actually yeah. kind of like its own little economy, which is yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And like looking up like card prices, like, ooh, that's a deal, buy that card and then sell it, you know, for higher. And it was just, yeah. it, it's, you need a lot of time to, to be good at yeah. that game. Yeah. And but, I don't yeah. know if you've ever perused like any of these Reddit pages or anything like that, 
like 2K My Team Reddit page or like NHL Huts Reddit page. Like these people take things very seriously. Hmm. And I'm just like, I'm playing because I'm bored and because of COVID-19. <laughs> and I also just like, I'm losing interest in wanting to play video games. Hmm. Like, yeah. it's so it's a, weird. Yeah, it's a strange time. Yeah. Because and and then there's people like oh if you were in prison you couldn't survive or like oh my grandparents can do this blah blah like like this time period is so unprecedented like it's ridiculous and then you have like I I feel very bad for people in the states yeah uh they're probably gonna screw up most of North America's travel abilities for probably another year. Realistically. Yeah. Um, yeah honestly. Yeah. I I don't see how <laughs> how it's going to get any better um, if you know they open their borders. I know that uh, I know that Trudeau on our end has said yeah, we're not going to be opening our border to to the states which is great very happy about that um but then you have like the nhl pushing to uh get players uh back to to play and there's like it's there's so many variables mm. that i don't think a lot of people are taking into account but yeah, that's going to be the tricky thing with the sports is yeah. the travel the internationally. <laughs> the sports, because that's what we're looking at at this point, is just yeah. all of the sports. But... I, I, I see it like this. Um, basically, a team are going to have to, they're all going to have to fly in on the same flight. Then they're going to have to be quarantined for 14 days and then they're going to have to be uh in a like a uh, as what everybody said like a a private location and they cannot leave until it's done hmm. now is that fair i don't think so as much as i want to see a sport hmm. Uh, is it worth these people losing their, uh, like not being able to see their loved ones for mm. what could be at least two months? Yeah. Probably not. Um, yeah. like in my mind, the only sport or the only league, well, actually sport because soccer doesn't have championship or they don't have playoffs. They just have like they they go off the, uh, standings and then whoever's at the top wins the league and whoever's at the bottom gets relegated, right? Uh, soccer... I, I cannot fact check that. I'm, I'm going to go off of what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I believe that's the case in most soccer leagues. Um, and I'm going to say right now, uh, whoever's at the top wins the league and that's it. Uh, if a team that could uh is it that's in second place and is in within a game 
sure, maybe have a championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a tie, it goes to the winner. Uh, but otherwise, like soccer is a write-off. I don't think the league should start up again. Leagues should start up again. If there's a clear-cut winner, call it. That's it. That's all. Um, hockey and basketball are very different. Yeah. Uh, they have played three quarters of their season, if not like eight tenths of it. Uh, well, which I'm yeah. well aware is five percent more of uh, three quarters. Uh, <laughs> Look at um, you with the math. Yeah, quick maths. <laughs> um, I think. I think they're, 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 that the only way to do it is like if everybody is on board with going back and like they need to have a vote and they're like a, maybe, I don't know, only, only 5% yeah. could be against uh, not starting up a game. Yeah, like the only thing in my mind that kind of sticks out is it's not just like do the players agree to do it and like do the organizations agree to do it it's like you're flying you're staying in hotels you're eating out you're traveling to the stadiums like there's a lot of interactions that come with that kind of stuff yeah and like especially with the international things like let's say baseball hockey like coming over to canada things like that is man a 14-day isolation period just for a road trip like i don't i don't even see how that's feasible like the only yeah. way I can really see it happening is if they fly everyone, like let's say everyone in baseball goes to Arizona. Yeah. And they just play out the seasons at like uh neutral stadiums or neutral fields even in, in Arizona and just yeah. hope for the best or like you know, a big basket. Like imagine March Madness, but NBA playoff edition. No, it, exactly. Yeah. And like, I feel like basketball and hockey could start off in a March Madness style yeah. where uh, you have a 24-team bracket uh, because that's what hockey's currently looking at. 24 teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, that, yeah, I know. And maybe your first two or th- uh, two or three rounds is single-game elimination. I'm so here for that. And then <laughs> and then uh, subsequent series uh, grow. So then you have uh, so first round it goes from 24 to 12. Second round it goes from 12 to 6. Nope. Uh, yeah, well it would go to 6. Um, and then maybe whoever is the the furthest ahead in the standings they get a bye. And then the two other, uh, or, and then the four other teams play it out in a three game series to face off against the two other teams that have the bye. The winners of that three game series come up. They have a five game series. Winners of that go to the Stanley Cup final, which is a seven game series. Hmm. Is it possible? I mean, maybe. Hmm. Um, but. I also think that's a hell of a lot of work for to get, let's say, five, six hundred player or not six hundred, uh, three hundred to four hundred players in one location to have half of them 
two, three quarters of them playing one game. Yeah. <laughs> but you best, of, you best bet that they would all be down for it, though. <laughs> yeah, if they are, that's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. like I know Devin Dubnik was like, I'm not down to leave my family for months. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. Why would you? Like, I, I haven't seen my girlfriend closer than five feet away from me for the last two months. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that actually, I've kind of like figured it out in my head. As you say, like, maybe the players would be more okay with that. They, they're not even gone. Some of them aren't even gone for uh, a month. Like they have the 14 days in quarantine. And in those 14 days where they're quarantined, mm-hmm. they're working out and on the ice. Yeah. And the only people that they are seeing are their coaches, the GM, the other players, and uh, like trainers and probably a couple chefs. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And um, that's the uh, other thing too, is they haven't been practicing. They haven't really been exactly. training. Like it might be like sloppy, but like a good sloppy where everyone's kind of just on the same level. of. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to be, a, you know, everybody's not going to be on the same level as like McDavid. No. But like it, it could gap, like increase that. Gap. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, like the gap between like a third liner to a second liner is no longer that big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas like with basketball, it is a little easier to be training. Mm-hmm. And also I, I heard this story, which is super cool. Uh, Jimmy Butler bought a basketball net for the entirety of the Miami Heat. Uh, players and coaching staff <laughs> which begs this question a why the hell did they not have one in the first place are you kidding me if i was a millionaire <laughs> which i would be if i was playing the nba if i'm a millionaire i have a house that has a big slab of concrete or like deck uh, like a deck facility that I could play whatever on that has a goddamn basketball net. You know, I'm out there practicing all the time. Bugatti, you betcha. Mansion, yeah. absolutely. If uh, I was, just, yep, basketball yeah. net. <sighs> Are you kidding me? Like, seriously. If I was Connor McDavid, bro, you know, I would have had a rink made in my backyard made mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a with a frozen ice pad and a refrigeration system you know i would because i have that money i could spend it and then i would say to my pals i'd be like listen if you don't have a girlfriend or a wife that you're staying with you are coming to stay with me and we're going to practice all the time i mean sure if the season's a wash, then the season's a wash, and then, you know, they figure that out, and they go. They go home, and that's that's it. But if it's not, I would be out there grinding all the time. 
I miss hockey so much. Got a little couple tears in your eyes right now. Yeah. <laughs> I I dream like the way I start my evening or when I'm going to sleep is I'll close my eyes and I'll be like, all right, think about one of your favorite saves you ever made. And then like it plays through my head. And then I just think about drills that I'd be doing right now if I was on the ice. That's how much I miss hockey. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I can't even like, and I love basketball. I'd play basketball, but I can't go to the basketball courts that are like a two minute walk down the way because that's illegal. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did, Did parks and stuff open up in Ottawa yet? Yeah, but you can't use anything that's on it. Yeah, yeah. You can stand in the grass and stuff. It's like, oh, great. Dope. <laughs> and the only thing that's really saving me for, for sports-wise, A, video games. B, uh, F1 puts up old races, like full nice. race replays, like every week or two weeks. Yeah. Oh, Oh, sign me up. Inject that into my veins. Like, Actually, I'm pretty sure uh, the F1 game, the newest one, is on sale, like like 75% off on PSN right now. Word? Yeah, I, I, if I recall correctly. All right. Um, um, well, thanks for coming on, Matt. I do appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> and uh, one cool thing, um, the goalie for the, the Sens, Craig Anderson, is a huge race head. Hmm. And so he has like a full virtual reality, uh, like he has like the $5,000 chair. Yeah. He's now doing Twitch streams with like other indie racers. And I'm like, dude, this is so sick. Yeah. Like I love this for, I, and I, I tuned in on his Instagram live because his, uh, his wife, Nicole, shout out to Nicole Anderson. She's dope. Uh, beat cancer's ass. Um, she was filming him and like Craig is driving. And then all of a sudden his car flips. And I was like, I tuned into the right time. <laughs> That's why I watch car racing. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yes. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I, I wish I had that ability to like, just go down the way and shoot hoops for like two hours. Yeah. But I can't because yeah. I don't know if Karen down the block is going to, Call the cops on me. Damn it, Karen. Damn it, Karen. Or Jennifer. <sighs> Gwendolyn. Uh, she sounds more like she's from Frozen. Her? Gwendolyn and Frozen? Uh, I just watched Frozen, actually. Frozen 1 or Frozen time. 2? Both. Okay. In succession. Wow. Excellent films. Ex- excellent films. Uh, kind shout out to my, gr- my girlfriend has been amazing with uh, so my girlfriend's name's Devin. uh she it it does get a little confusing as to one of our good friends is also named Devin. Mm-hmm. uh so when i would say oh like oh i like i'm hanging out with Devin," everybody'd be like oh you and Devin nickel are hanging out i was like nope <laughs> um guns. yeah finger guns <laughs> um but she's been really good at like showing me new movies so last night we watched uh, Brave and Big Hero Six, both so good. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not 
one to just be, you know, watching these movies outright. I like, I kind of have like repetition. I'll watch whatever. She's been, she's been really good for introducing me to new flicks. And like, I'm a sensitive guy. So if it's got like a, like a good emotional scene in it, like I'll drop some tears. So here I am. We're watching Brave and like gets to an emotional scene. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Start crying. And then we get to Big Hero 6. Have you ever seen Big Hero 6? That is one movie I have not seen. You actually genuinely need to watch Big Hero 6. Yeah. It's so good. That's what I hear. And there's one part in it that like blew me up. And I was like, what? So 100% totally watch it. Yeah, we, uh, we also, watched, uh, oh, go oh, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we did that at the same time. Wonderful. <laughs> Can you tell we're good buddies? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, we watched Coco, like, I don't know, a three or so weeks ago. Like, what? I did too. Like, oh my goodness. Like, Coco tore me apart. Dude. Last 10 minutes, I was bawling my oh. eyes out. And then Devin and I just caught, we were like, okay, we're going to bed because you get exhausted after crying. Oh, yeah. So we watched Tangled first and then Coco. And Tangled has like a nice touching ending. Coco. Oh. <laughs> it it comes up to you and punches you in the face with yeah. sadness. Yeah. So yeah. if you haven't watched Coco, folks, go and watch Coco. Shout out to Disney Plus. Just go yes. clutch. Yes. Ty, we've talked a lot about myself. How have you been? <laughs> I've been just enamored with you, man. No, um, I've been doing all right. Like I, I'm able to work from home, which is I'm nice. Jealous. Like, well, at first I was jealous of like everyone's getting to have like a free vacation. I was like, oh man, like nuts. I gotta work, but man, at least it brings me routine. Yeah, like, it gives me something to do, some kind of like goal-driven behavior. Yeah, like I've kind of realized like if you don't have a goal or you don't have at least something that you're trying to do. Yeah. It's just really easy to get lost. Absolutely. No and question. like for me, like on the exercise side, like I'm doing the squats still. I think I'm on yeah. day 35 today. Nice. And honestly, up until like two days ago, I just wasn't really feeling it. Mm. But now like the last couple of days, I was like, you know what? It's going to take me all of three minutes. Why am I making this such a big deal in my head? Yeah. This for like two minutes, get a great little pump on, like feel better. And then I yeah. can move on to my day. It is like, I'm trying to add in some more like mini goals throughout my day that I can get done. Like even if it's supposed to like starting the day, make your bed. Yeah. Have a shower, get dressed. Like the simple things. Mine is not made. I just, that's why I <laughs> went and looked at it. Side note. Have you noticed any gains from your challenge? Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the, the booty is looking good. The, the <laughs> I haven't That's tried awesome. jumping much, which is like the reason why I wanted to do the squats, but I'm sure, I don't know, I'm sure it's, it's better. Um, like one of the things that was like interesting is when I finished the push up challenge, yeah. I thought I would just keep doing more push ups, but it's, I found it like more and more difficult to do push ups. Like oh. it's like, I don't want to do push ups. I, I'm just doing the squats now. I'm going to be honest, man. You did it for a hundred days straight. I don't blame you. Yeah, but you, you, like after a hundred, it's like second nature. And then like I found a lot of like positive things coming from accountability. Yeah. Like saying, I'm going to post this every day. I'm going to do this every day and having the accountability to have to actually do it. 
Like that's if I didn't have that, I wouldn't do a lot of the things that I do. Yeah, I, I I do find that fair, but like yeah. just an anecdotal thing. Like, yeah. I used to have a lot of Sunny D for lunch mm-hmm. uh, when I was in elementary school, and I would say probably after a hundred days, I could not stand Sunny D. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the you game. can have too much of one thing, but the even games. if it's good, even if it's good. Okay. Also, complete tangent. I used to go to football camp all the time as a kid. Yeah. I think it was like my second year there. I, I was I was basically when I was little, I had the muscle definition of a newborn baby. Nice. I was I was pear shaped, right? And I decided to wear bright yellow shorts and a bright yellow shirt. Mm. And as I was walking to the pool for like our like nightly swim at the SFU pool, yeah. some, some kid yells out, Hey, lemon drop. And and every time I I think of Sunny D, I think of that moment of me just looking at myself and being like, why did I choose yellow on yellow? Yeah. (laughs) Why did I have to go lemon drop level? I was going to say it makes you like a literal target. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't doing myself any favors. No. But lemon I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least they were a little clever. Like lemon drop's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. Like, yeah, I've been roasting a fair share of times. Lemon drop is a top five roast. Yeah, and I so I was I was reading this article just to quickly yeah. grasp off to uh, the roast thing, and the uh, this guy said like, there's no better response to somebody roasting you than saying no you or your mama. And and I'm I'm sitting there like there's gotta be, and then I was like, well, if somebody called me a douchebag, I would be like, no, you. And they said, well, no, I called you that, and I said, no, you. <laughs> and then they get tired of it because I'm not gonna back down on no, you or your mama. Yeah. So uh, I mean, who who's the winner here? Yeah. And like, stop using bad language. And you could just keep saying no, you. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I always just go with the self-deprecation route, where I would just try and roast me more than you just roasted me. Yeah, and just make then, you feel sad. Then they're the they <laughs> lose. Like they're the loser. Yeah. Well, we all lose. In that. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. I am. I was a loser. But it's okay. Little lemon drop. Little lemon drop. It's your new rap name. Oh my god, that's a great <laughs> rap name. Yeah. Yeah, a little lemon drop on the beat. Better than uh, most that are most names. Yeah, that are out there right now. So yeah, honestly. Um, yeah. But honestly, having Delilah, uh, the the old pooch uh, around the house, has made. Is she the... even that old? Like, <laughs> no, she's. We don't know if she's between one and two years old. Oh my god! Yeah, that's awesome. And she so. Uh, she's got pity in her, right? Or yeah. is she full pity? No, so she's a chocolate lab, and we don't really know what kind of pit bull type. So it's like a like chocolate lab terrier, but we just go chocolate lab pity mix. Yeah, and and like it's not one of the like I think it's called like a bull headed pit bull or something. We, we kind of go with like the labrable. I think is probably the yeah. best one. Yeah, yeah, and she's a beautiful dog. Oh my gosh, she's great. I, I was telling my girlfriend Devin uh, that 
she keeps coming up, I know. Um, no, yeah, I just love how you have to clarify every I time know. you say Devin now. You really yeah. backed up into a corner there. I know. <laughs> I was telling my girlfriend uh, that I was like, if you, <laughs> if you want to see dogs, I was just like, add Ty on Snap. Yeah. And she was like, just screenshot it. And I was like, that's more work for me yeah. <laughs> when I could just do that. Yeah. And she was like, I've never met Ty. And I was like, it's a dog. Yeah. But he loves dogs. Yeah. Uh, everyone so, out there, feel free to follow me on all the social medias at TyDeclare44. You'll see a lot of cooking, a lot of dog videos, and a lot of squats. So I can, I can vouch for that. Yeah. Um, but I will, the, having, having a dog is the accountability for me. Mm. Uh, because I do take Toby out for, 20 to 30 minute walks every morning and I try to take them out uh, before bed. Sometimes it's a little more difficult just because I have something going on. Yeah. Um, But it's really nice. Uh, Actually, Toby just got groomed today. Um, Nara, one of Nara's family friends uh, or one of Nara's friends who she dogs walks, dog walks for uh, was here helping Nara groom. Uh, and, uh, she brought her dog, Sophie. So I'm just kind of hanging out. And then like, I hear a dog coming my way. And so what you guys need to know, like my dog is a rescue. Uh, Toby is really great in some aspects, but with others, he's still very timid. And one of them being, he will not come down the hall to my room. Hmm. Or he has trouble going through the kitchen to go outside and he will not venture downstairs. Uh, so we, we see that it's probably going to be a couple more years until he's ready. He came from a very, uh, sketchy place. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's out of that situation, which is great. Um, so I hear a dog coming down the hallway and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Toby's just walking down here. And then this dog, the, this dog Sophie pops in and I was like, Oh, hello. <laughs> and, uh, so we, we kind of hung out for a bit and, and it, they, it probably took them like three hours to groom to- Toby fully. Oh. Cause he, he's a long haired dog. He's a Australian shepherd, um, mix yeah. of some, I think it's like a lab shepherd mix. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's very fluffy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They probably took a pound of hair off of that. Wow. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Australian shepherds are so cute. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's uh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Good boy. Uh, yeah. With Delilah, we were because she's amazingly friendly with humans, right? Like yeah. wants to cuddle all the time. Has like an unbridled amount of energy that like we yeah. have. To- <laughs> the parks opened up here about a week ago. Okay. I were like, okay, perfect. We can take her to the dog park, like actually start like introducing her to dogs. Yeah. So we take her to this one dog park by our house because again, we were tired of going for like four walks a day for like half hour at least each time, just trying to settle her down. Yeah. Took her to the dog park and like there was only two other dogs there and you know, there was only one entrance, one exit, everything else is fenced in. Yep. Looking around, like Delilah's kind of like, you know, seems interested, but little little timid i was like okay you know you're doing okay like let her come up sniff the dog get introduced mm-hmm. i'm like you know what let's just see what happens like it's a fencing area should be fine right unclipper the, the two dogs come up to sniff her 
she just immediately runs out the ex- right out the entrance. <laughs> uh, again, it's a pretty traffic calmed area, so I wasn't overly concerned. Yeah. I, I, I run out. She's just like sitting at like the corner of the street <laughs> up the way. I'm just like, come over here. So in a one week's time, not even honestly, in like four days' time, yeah, she has gone from the most timid dog to the most social dog. That's great. Like she goes to the park now and like she's like being the person that's a little too socially like yep. interested in other dogs. <laughs> like, Delilah, what has happened? Yeah. And, like this morning we took her for a play date and oh oh my heart. Oh, she had so much fun. That's great. She's currently sleeping because she got all her energy out, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's really nice because my sister runs like a dog walking slash like dog taking care of business. Um, and, uh, so Toby before coronavirus was seeing, uh, like two, three, four dogs a day Mm -hmm. and going on three hours, four hours worth of walks a day. Yeah. So this guy would come home and pass out. It's like, I can't walk far enough Mm -hmm. to get the energy out in the morning and then do it again (laughs) later in the day. But he, like, when we got him, uh, we pulled up, and he was, like, barking at the car. We got out, started walking towards him. He was barking at us. And he got more and more settled. Uh, and he, with people, still needs to get comfortable with them. Uh, he doesn't bark nearly as much as a human when they co- at a human when they come in our house. Uh, but he still, he's shy with them and will bark a couple times at them, but it, it's gotten a lot better. You can tell the situation he was in was not good for him. Um, but hit like his one fault is he is a barker oh. and like, like our good food, uh, order arrives. Now one knock on the door guy loses his mind and you're like dude this happens every sunday like people knock on our door all the time to drop things off you'll get used to it i promise and he and he's a howler so if you play music so um what's that uh weekend song uh like that much more specific. Well, no, but the one that just came out, like, that was the oh. single off the album. Oh, um, I'm a blank. I I have two deep of a weekend. Yeah, like, bank. Let me just look that up. Okay, keep going yeah. with the story. I'll fill in the blanks. Um, he loves that. He loves that song. Oh, blinded, blinding lights. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as soon as like uh the weekend comes and starts singing. He will start howling with the song. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a singer. And like, it's not like he'll just like howl. He'll howl on key. And I said, and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, you're actively more like you're not as tone deaf as some of my friends. How is this happening? 
Man, he knows he knows you got those pipes. He's just trying to keep up with you. He came to a musical family and just immediately was like, "All right, let's do this." Yeah, he's down. It's, he's an incredible dog, and uh, we're learning a lot of stuff as as dog owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had three Rottweilers before, so this is a de- definitely a different type of dog for us. But it's it's an experience that we're happy to uh, to really to really have yeah um getting him in the house is also another thing like from our backyard into our house uh we have a strategy so you open the door and then walk to the living room if you're in the kitchen he's not coming in the house (sighs) this took months to figure out the formula so you have to be outside of the kitchen then he has to like be able to kind of see you and then you say toby come in the house he'll step inside and then he will step outside then you use your stern voice and say no bad dog get in the house and then he'll come in and walk inside and then you then you have to go close the door not every time Not every time. He, uh, the last two days, he's been a little bit of a dickhead, mm-hmm. uh, specifically with my dad. <laughs> and this morning I woke up to like, are you kidding me? Get in the house. Please just get in the house. <laughs> and then we have a dickhead for a cat, Grizzly, who's like, I want to go outside. And of course, my dad is obviously not fast enough to catch a cat. Neither are dog. we. <laughs> and so... We leave the door open for uh, Toby to come in. Then you have Grizzly walking and you're like, you son of a bitch. I hate you so much. <laughs> and you see them pass each other. And it's almost like Grizzly gives like, thank you, nod to Toby, because he's now able to go outside. And then you have to go get your shoes and then lure him back in the house. And then you're annoyed with both of them. And you're like, Ugh. with Toby you're like okay like I understand you got issues and then you look at Grizzly and I'm like I'm gonna beat your ass <laughs> why are cats just so I don't, is it anarchist is that the right word like I think anarchist is a really really good way of saying it yeah I... like cats would let the world burn just to see it burn yeah they are the Elmo and Fire gif. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Uh, like, and they have two yeah. sides. You know, yes. So. Yes. Yeah, most, yeah. I mean, Delilah has her diva side yeah. where, oh my goodness, like she got uh, she got a little too friendly with one of the dogs and okay. one of them gave her like a her. And she like, she like looked at us like, she was mean to me and like got all like emotional. It's like, Delilah, suck it up. And like, or like she hates the rain, and she I saw hates... that that video where she's just like grounding herself up yeah. along the floor. Yeah, like she ha- we have this thing called the halty, which like stops her from pulling, but she hates it. Yeah. So like any chance she gets, she'll throw herself on the ground and throw these temper tantrums. But if it's raining, she hates the rain a little more than she hates her halty. Mm. So she saves all of her divaness until we get inside, and then it's just we have to like literally pick her up. As she's like trying to flop on the ground yeah. actively. And it's dead weight. It's dead and weight. Moving. Yeah. It's 
and she's freaking ripped. Like she is strong. Yeah. Like it's I'm like, and she has she has probably three times the vertical that I do. Now that's not saying much because I don't have much of a vertical, but no, Fair. she she's got hops. Like she yeah. can jump over a fence, no problem. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just trying to learn from her. Like that's yeah. I don't I don't know where I'm going with that story, but I just want to learn from her of how to how to jump more, and she can learn from me how to like emotionally regulate. And yeah, we're gonna be fun. <laughs> well, I wish I knew how to run as fast as Toby, because yeah. like, like if you say like oh, I'm gonna get you, he will. T- he takes off, and like in our backyard, we have a relatively big backyard, so he'll start at one side of the deck, and then in the middle of our backyard is a pool, and you can go around the pool at the back, and then you loop around to the other side of the deck. He will start at one side of the deck, and by the time it takes me to run to the other end of the deck, he's already waiting for me there, and like, he's so fast, it's ridiculous. Like, if you, if you, if he got away and wanted to run, you're not catching him. No. There's no, no way. No. Ugh. Shout out the dogs. Yeah. And cats, for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, Grizzly's an asshole, but I love him to death. Yeah. Uh, same with our other cat, Kai. He's very much less of an asshole, <laughs> but very cute. Oh. Yeah. I miss the Nath household. Christmas. Mr. Hijinks. Anyways, I miss Matt, having friends here. <laughs> I know. Oh, I miss Milano's. I miss. I miss shawarma. Oh, there's a there's a sandwich place that when you're here, I'm showing you. Is it Dirienzo's? No. <laughs> okay. It's it's amazing. Okay. It's called Pesto's. It's in Canada. Ooh. It's ooh it's okay. Delightful. Okay, everyone in the Ottawa area, go support Pesto. So by the time I'm back in Ottawa, it is still in business, please. Oh, it will be. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. okay. So, okay, we've been going for like an hour-ish. Yeah. I don't know. Something uh, like that. So I want to talk about D&D. About, yes. Like, so, like, you're you're doing uh, more D&D things. Yeah. <laughs> um. Actually, before you called me, uh, I was working on a new D&D character. Right on. Um. So I got asked to join another party. So I'll now be in two parties for D&D. Nice. And then probably three. Um, but this character is a half uh, an aquatic half-elf sorcerer. Um, and it's a pirate-themed campaign. So uh, there was a lot of work to be done. And I was working with one of my good buddies, Alex, on uh, on the backstory of this character. And we both like finished the backstory and we kind of sat back and like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And then, uh, in one of my other campaigns, uh, my character is a, uh, is a human cleric, a tempest cleric. So a tempest cleric essentially, uh, can control lightning and thunder. While also healing people, his name is Aziraphale Thunderson. <laughs> Perfect name, I know. Um, and the way the story is kind of laying out uh, is basically, I missed two sessions uh, in November, I'd say, and I came back, and my buddy Alex was like, "He's our DM." He was like, "So, question for you," and I was like, "What's up?" 
and he was like, how do you feel about your character being uh, possessed by a uh, Demogorgon? <laughs> and I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> so we kind of had to flesh out a lot of stuff. And that, that storyline still uh, being worked out and seeing where it's going. But uh, I've been very lucky. I play with a, a Chris, obviously. I've been very lucky and I've had two very awesome dungeon masters, one being Alex and one being Jake. Mm -hmm. um, and they're very creative and they focus on uh, improving your uh, your experience. And they want to make it as fun as possible. Mm. Um, and I can't say enough good things. And recently, I actually wrote my own one-shot. And so, for those that don't know, uh, a one-shot is a one-session campaign uh, or quest, easier said. Uh, and essentially, you know, you create a character, or in this case, I created a character for you. You are given a character, and then you play out this campaign in three to three and a half hours. Um, and so I DM'd for my group of D&D uh, uh, &D, uh, with Chris, Alex, Jake, and Brady. And they all, you know, said like, okay, uh, that was amazing. You're a great DM. Can you please continue this story? Because I leave it on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the option's always there. So uh, that's something I'm definitely interested in keeping doing, keeping going. But I find D&D &D right now is one of my favorite things to do during the week. We play once a week uh, virtually. Uh, there's a website called Roll20 that makes it a lot easier for you to just have a map, have some tokens. You can put in the baddies and go from there. Okay. Uh, D and D is is what everybody hopes, uh, you know, multiplayer video games are. Yeah. Um, obviously, you don't have the visual, but you have your imagination, and that's just as good. Yeah, and it's not not as expensive. No, <laughs> it can be unless you go and buy all of the dice. <laughs> exactly, it can be very expensive. However, um. You, you have the ability to make whatever you want. And, and I find that's such a nice escape. Mm -hmm. I have D and D tonight and I'm very excited. Nice um, I highly recommend if you haven't played it and odds are you probably watched, you know, stranger things or community or something that has D and D in it. And you're like, Oh, that sign kind of sounds cool. It, it is. It is very cool. Uh, you should definitely look into, uh, someone that, you know, is interested in running something. Uh, I even said, I, I put out a Facebook post. If anybody is interested in playing, uh, send me a message. Uh, I've run three sessions so far. One was for my family. That was hilarious. Uh, they, they caught on pretty quickly, which was really good. Um, it's all about having fun and uh, we need a laugh and some, some good times in the quarantine time. So, and a bit of an escape. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I want to brag about my character really quick. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, after – I know you guys played in Ottawa when I was there. But yeah. I think I showed up like one session one time and tried to burn the whole thing down. But Maybe. Um, yeah, like I started playing a lot more when I got here with like uh, Bria's cousin and like kind of our whole friend group out here. Yeah. Um, so I have a halfling circle of the moon druid. Nice. Uh, basically means I can turn into different kind of beasts or animals or what have you. Yep. Um, and I'm also, uh, I have an alcoholism problem and, um, I'm Canadian. So his name is Lyle Lemieux. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he's, he's nice. Um, but he also can turn into a bear or a velociraptor or whatever your mind can really come up with. So he's very fun. Very fun. To play wow. With. Yeah. That yeah. sounds so cool. Yeah. So I have this thing where I have like two, um, like one's a potion making thing and one's like a poisoner's kit. Right? Yeah. Or herbalism and poison. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Right? And like my whole thing is I don't even know which one is which at this point. So <laughs> I just make drinks, right? I'm like, you want a drink? Someone says yes. I just roll like a D4. Yeah. And if it's like a one or a three, they've had a really good brew. If it's like a two or a four, it's like the strongest alcohol they've ever had. And I can just like, we did a one shot with our friend and I ended up like, making one of the main characters pass out and like we didn't get information because of it <laughs> so it was, it's it's fun um i've had a lot of fun playing D. so uh if you haven't tried it yet yeah do it we all need an escape during this time and D is a fun one where you can get together with the with the friends absolutely a good time there's uh very few limits on D and uh it's something we can all appreciate yeah all right man What's uh what's one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy life? Um good friendships. Yeah. Uh good relationships, yeah. Um staying in contact with those important to you, staying in contact with people that maybe you not you aren't as close to, but mm -hmm. you still feel you still should feel like it's something that you should do. Yeah. Uh you know. Get in a group chat. <laughs> like things like that fair memes <laughs> get on the zoom calls yeah like yeah. socialism or socialism <laughs> socialization <Wow>. yeah <laughs> uh socialization is it, it can be hard to do especially in times like this like i'm team isolation don't don't get me twisted like you know i'm i've been a loner but the more that you reach out and like have people in your corner the yeah. easier it is just to be the best you yeah like let the people around you raise the tide of your water. Yeah. Yeah. Some Couldn't cheesy, have said it better my, cheesy saying, cheesy saying. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, well, thanks for coming on again, Matt. We always appreciate having you on. Yeah. Where can, uh, where can the people find you online? Um, I'm on Twitter at Matt Neath, uh, Instagram at Matt Neath. Um, Facebook is Matthew Neath, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think that's all of the, uh, social media handles I have. I don't have a TikTok or Twitch or anything like that. Yeah. And if they want to play D and D, where should they hit you up? Uh, any of my, any of my, uh, LinkedIn, my social <laughs> accounts, any, any of those. And then, then we'll, we'll talk. There you go. All right. Uh, real quick. What's something you're grateful for? Um, my dog, yes, Toby. Toby, I'm I'm grateful for Toby. Toby Flanderson. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Have a good one, Ty. Bye. Bye.